Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Relatable Voice podcast. For this episode, the RV is headed to Los Angeles to speak with Karen and Bill Drostall. Karen and Bill are the co-founders of Chubby Bigo Productions, an animation studio that specializes in 2D animation and graphics. They are currently working on their newest project, Maxi La Woo, which comes out in 2024. So, Karen and Bill, very welcome to the RV. Oh, hey, it's great to be here. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for having us. Of course, I couldn't be happier. I'm going to talk to two illustrators <laughs> at the same time. So, you two met in college. Mm-hmm. That's right. I have a question. Okay. <laughs> Was it love at first sight? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, no. No. <laughs> if- <laughs> we had we had kind of an on again, off again like relationship. Um, like it was. Well, it was my very first class in college at the art institute down in San Diego, and. Um, not your first class, though. No, I no, I'd been there for at least a year or a semester or something. Oh, okay, like that. Yeah. yeah, I transferred in, so it was my very first class, and I met him and some other people, and we laughed and we had so much fun, and then we tried dating, and then and then you ended it. I ended. <laughs> it's his it. fault. It's my fault. Yeah, I ended it. I ended it. <laughs> and then for like a full year, I was there for two years. I tried to I tried to avoid him. I was like, nah, he's a jerk. I don't like. Him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, whatever, yeah. I deserved it. it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem was, yeah, the problem was I was friends with his roommate. <laughs> so it was like, you, and we also went to school together. And he was like the star of the school. He was like the golden child. So, of course, I'd be in a class and they'd be like, oh, you got to see Bill Drastel's work. I'm like, oh, would you stop talking about this guy? Oh, my gosh. Like, uh, so sick of Bill Drastel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so oh. it was like. Yeah, who cares about that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was like a full year, at least a full year later, because yeah. we weren't back together again until we were like graduating. So that was like 2005? Mm, like like 2004, because like, oh, we yeah, were there, 2004. yeah, like we, 2004, I think. Yeah, when we got back together again. And that, the second time around went much better. <laughs> yeah, it went a lot better. <laughs> it was mostly because, yeah, I went to a party that your roommate Johnny put on and you were there. And gosh darn it, we had so much fun. <laughs> no, we had, yeah, we had a great time. I was so excited to see her. And uh, and yeah, and we I think we ended up, yeah, like we were we were trying to it was it was my roommate and then your friend and they were kind of like they were trying to get a crush on Yeah, roommate. they were they were starting to hit it off. And so we had we'd set up like a double date and then and then yeah, we, we kinda got back together like after that date. We're like, hey, maybe we should you know we try this again and, and Oh, I thought I thought the double date was just casual. I thought it was more for them, you know. I and thought I, so too. No, you didn't. You showed up, he was all he was all dressed up, he was all nice, and I was like, Oh, 
<laughs> oh shoot, he's taking this really seriously. Like I'm oh, trying to no. play it all coy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's give this a shot, and then yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> oh, I love these stories. <laughs> it's meant to be, I'm sure. I, I guess so. Yeah, we couldn't. I couldn't avoid him. I tried avoiding him, and it was like he was just a. He was always there. Yeah. And you both were studying animation. Those yes. Yeah. And have you always wanted to work in this field? Oh, sure. Both of us definitely have always like we were both kids of like the 90s. So Saturday morning cartoons were like huge for us, you know, always watching like we watched different cartoons, but we were always watching yeah. cartoons growing up. And then I knew I always wanted to do art of some sort but of course everyone's asking you know what do you want to be when you grow up what do you want to do and i'd be like just art and everyone would be like yeah but what and that's I'm not like, a real job just art you know so i was like i guess i gotta figure out what art because <laughs> i was like i like all all of it you know so it was in elementary school that they had um it was in san diego so i guess they had an animator from los angeles come down and be like let's show you the magic of animation and how cartoons are made and it was like a light went on my head i'm like that's art and a job. <laughs> I'm like, I could do that. And Los Angeles is right up there. And I love cartoons. And it just like, it all clicked. And so I was like, I went home, I think I was in like first or second grade. And I was like, I want to be an animator. And I was in a city where everyone's like, what? <laughs> you want to be a what now? Like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard, you know, like, um, or that's not a real job, or how the heck are you going to do that? You know, so it was like, because it was, um, I lived in a very suburb kind of town. It wasn't a very like artsy town, you know, it was very small. And they're like, do you mean advertising? Do you mean like this and that? And I'm like, no, I'm making cartoons. And they're like, okay. So I kind of bounced around a little bit because I was like, well, maybe not. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. It was, it's kind of parallel to dating Bill, you know, I was like, maybe I won't. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I really want to. <laughs> cartoons, know? cartoons just kept showing up. And I understand completely what you are saying, because before, when I was younger, people used to ask me, what do you want to do? What do you want to start? Yeah. And I said, I want to be an artist. I want to be a painter. And people used to look at me like, what? totally get that yeah exactly similar thing yeah so i kept bouncing back and then i think it was like high school senior or high school where they were like okay you gotta pick a college you gotta do this huge presentation on like what where you're gonna go and what's your plan and how are you gonna do it and i'm like you know what i, I made flip books and i, I did um um with an old video camera with a VHS tape. I, I put them on and I did my whole presentation. I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm dedicated. I'm, <laughs> I'm going for it sort of thing. So it's, it's definitely been something I've always wanted to do, but I've meandered, but it's like, it's always been there. Yeah. yeah. I've always come back to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yours is kind of different though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, um, I'd always been like, uh, yeah, like just, I always loved to draw. Um, I always loved doing art. Um, I think at one point I thought like, oh, maybe I maybe like getting like special effects or movies might be where I want to go. And this was like middle school when I was having, you know, doing these things, but I was like doodling like Spider-Man in my notebooks or drawing <laughs> like, you know, robots or Star Wars or something like that. Um, Cause I was a big nerd too. <laughs> And then uh, I went, it was after, it was like just at the tail end of high school, I went and took a, um, it was like, a, I can't remember the full details about it, but it was, it was called a regional 
occupational class. Mm -hmm. But basically, it was kind of like, hey, there's a there's a class that's available. It's it's like a trade, and you can go take it at a young age or at any age, and you can go learn a trade skill. And it was an animation. And so I went and took this class on animation. It was the first time I got to, like, it was old-fashioned, too. It was, like, all done on paper, and then you'd put your piece of paper on a camera overhead, and you'd shoot your animation, and then you'd play it on a little screen next to it. And when I watched the artwork that I put together, like, come to life, I was like, oh, crap, this is this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this all the time. <laughs> And so that kind of like that really got me into it. Uh, really, that's where I really like, okay, this is what I want to do. I got to figure it out. But then, and then I kind of meandered for a while because I wasn't very, I wasn't feeling very confident in like the artwork I was doing. Um, so I went to um, community college mm -hmm. for a while and kind of just uh, kind of floundered around in community college for a few years. I was taking like some GE courses like history and English and, you know, math and all that stuff. Um, but most of the time, I think I just show up for my art classes. I'd show up for like, like figure drawing and painting and portraiture. And then they had an animation class. A couple of old animators from Disney showed up and they had started an animation class at this community college. And I was like, <gasps> and so I got to do it again there. And that kind of cemented my love for it there. And then, um, I think the biggest thing that happened to me that really helped me kind of like steer my direction was that I started working at SeaWorld doing, um, doing portraits. And like, like, like people sit down oh, and draw portraits of them and stuff. And, uh, and that portraits led on to doing caricatures. And that's when I really found, like, I got, I became friends with like all the other artists there. Like it was just all of us just like either like egging each other on or trying to like help like push each other or like, oh man, you could do that so much better. Or like, it, like we just kind of like, it was like this fun camaraderie. And um, there were other artists in there, they wanted to do animation. So it was kind of like became this like, fun friendship friend group that just kind of like we all just encourage each other and so that's when i started going to the art institute um because like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take this seriously i'm gonna go to college and do this and then yeah, i was there for like about a semester and then i met karen and um it, i think what happened was yeah like when i was in college i was like the star i think because i would i was doing because my my day job was I would do caricatures at SeaWorld and then I'd show up at class and do all these things. So I had kind of like this confidence, like I knew how to draw quickly and I knew how to make something funny, like, like on the spot from, from doing that. And so I kind of brought that over with me to school. Plus I was a lot older than a lot of the kids there. Like I was at least in my like early twenties or everyone else usually like 18 or 19 or something like that. But older? I did. I felt oh. older. I mean, but I'm, 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 I, you can't tell this. I'm huge. I am, I am, I, I, like, I'm on a monitor right now and you can't see. I'm six foot six and over 300 pounds. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> so I, <laughs> so I, I, I just, I always you're, feel you're, bigger you're, and older than everywhere big, I go. You're a big personality and you're also big. And I'm also <laughs> large. Yeah. My, I fit my personality. Um, so you were really the super. I was star. literally the biggest thing at school. It was very hard to miss him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's how I, that's how I was everywhere. I just was everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was. Uh, I went to school and um, yeah, learned had a, had a great time at school. Learned a lot, and then um, yeah, after Karen and I we got married, it took us up to um, we moved up to LA, and that's where we kind of started trying to break into the industry and um, had kind of went from there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And yeah, that is something about creative that I want to ask you. 
Um, I always talk about creativity and I believe that anyone can be creative if if they allow themselves to. Yeah. So how important is creativity to you and where do you find inspiration? This is now for a caring please. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, well, we found like, of course, we're in a we're in a creative industry, you know, creativity with like making characters, making stories. But what we found is creativity is in every part of our industry. Like we've had to be creative with <laughs> budgets, with, you know, building a team with, you know, handling um, things that come up, you know, because, you know, like, like we were talking about, everyone's sick right now. So how do we handle if one of our artists gets sick and now is put back two weeks, you know, how do we make deadlines, you know, like the creative thinking, it's constant, you know, it's like, it's more than just our making, making the characters, making the stories, making the animation. It's, it's all over and it's helped us so much to be like, there's been, you know, even taking on this Maxi Lowell project, it took, it was, it was so big and so new and there were so much so many moving parts to think of at first we were like this is impossible but yeah. then it's like we started thinking creatively and we were like you know brainstorming stuff writing things down and it started coming together like we can make this work yeah. <laughs> we could do this you know like we knew we wanted to we knew it was a great great story great movie great message you know great style everything that was like everything we're all about you know it's just like the nuts and bolts doing it actually getting her you know you know actually putting it all together was like what we had to really be creative about you know so it's like it's been it's definitely been eye-opening how much creativity has helped us in ways that you don't like that's not um expected that's not obvious you know <laughs> so it's like that's been a big thing and um what else did you ask oh about where what inspires us where do we get creativity our biggest inspiration has got to be from other artists you know like um uh we love going we're both big nerds so we love going to conventions but our favorite part about conventions is the artist alley that's the little part where it's like artists get tables they put out their own personal work and you can actually it's, it, you can actually talk with them they're like right there you can have great conversations you can see what they're working on and we come out of there like just like so inspired for everything like new projects new things we want to try new trends we're seeing like just being inspired like hearing their exciting stories what they're doing like nothing's better than like the magic of talking with a creative person who's inspired <laughs> it's like they're all lit up and sparkly and like it's just so fun to talk to talk to them yeah that it's hard not to get inspired by it you yeah. know and yeah, since, um, you know, th since things have shut down and like there haven't been as many conventions, they're starting up again, thank goodness. But it's like, thank goodness, there's like um, Instagram's a great place to just like sit and just like see what everyone's posting up and seeing what they're doing and just so many different avenues online to just see different artists and be inspired by them, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think it's an amazing environment to be mm -hmm. close to creative. Yeah. Yeah in this yeah. environment and now i'm super curious because i know you co-founded chubby bigo productions in 2018. bill what type of work do you specialize in i specialize in well right now i work primarily as a storyboard artist so i um, specialize in in story uh visualization directing 
um, sort of that's that sort of thing. And that's where I've kind of been falling in with um, with Chubby Beagle. And it's kind of like my role usually like, oh, we pick up a project and then I'll, I'll storyboard it. I'll kind of visualize it. And then Karen and I will kind of put our heads together and then kind of like figure out like, what do we need? How are we going to produce this? What are the sort of like ask, ask, you know, aspects we'll need, assets we'll need to create, that sort of thing. You're great when working with artists too. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. yeah, work, work, working and 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 working and collaborating um, with the other artists too and stuff. Because a lot of times it's uh, that's one of the things is like I always like uh, trying to um, get the best out of what we're we're getting from other artists. And a lot of times it's we're doing this also on a very shoestring budget. So it's like trying to figure out like okay, how can we get this to where we want to get the best from the artists also feel like they're having a good time and they're feeling rewarded and they're feeling um, fulfilled. So it's like a lot of times it's great to have that kind of collaborative energy and collaborative approach to it. Cause it's like, I think that goes also too with like what Karen was talking about with our inspiration. Cause it's like, yeah, I love seeing what other people um, bring to the table. Cause it's like, I've got my ideas, but I'm only, I'm only my brain. Like I'm only my, whatever, I'm only my, my view, my point of view, but you bring someone else on board, you bring someone else's, They've got a different background. They've got a different way of looking at things. They have a different point of view, and they're going to see it at a, in a wholly different angle or a wholly different perspective. And a lot of times, that's where then, like, oh, they see something, and then it just kind of like it. It just they kind of like we all just kind of like sink on each other. And I think so I get I, I definitely I think I definitely get that going back to like you know having that fun with different artists. You kind of like you kind of like you egg each other on. You grow from each other. And it's, that's kind of the collaborative aspect I want to try and bring to everything. It's like, I know from my own work, I always produce the best work when I'm excited, when I'm feeling positive about what I'm working on. And so if I can keep that, you know, keep that nature, keep that, that air, keep that energy going, that's, I know I'm going to get the best stuff back from the artists that we're working with. So that's kind of like where we're going with it. And I know, like, I've noticed that you're, caricature background works really well with storyboards on doing like quick fast yeah quick fast ideas a lot of energy you know yeah so it's, it's really a lot well. a lot of times um a lot of times it's just like oh we're trying you want you got to think of a, of a solution on the spot or just something really quick and having that ability just like to be able to visualize it something quick and then get something down that's most of what you're doing as it when you're when you're when, when you're in a spot like this it's like oh, we need to figure out how this character in the script is going to do this. So it's like, oh, what if instead of they pick it up with their, their hand and they hold it above their head and they just you just and you quickly you can jot that down or sketch it down and visualize it. I mean, someone can always take it and draw it better, make it look prettier, but just being able to quickly put down that that thought on a piece of paper is like is 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 important and it's it's, it's a great skill to have. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, is animation it's more about talent or skills. <laughs> oh, we've had that's we, a good we, question. <laughs> we, can, we can go on about that for a long time. Yeah, how much time? How much gas you have? For example, football. I think it's all about talent. I don't know if you agree with me, but the illustration. I know. Uh, personally, that whole question paralyzed me for years, and it's still a giant fear. It's like it's this weird like. You have to be chosen by God or some sort yeah, of higher the figure. The talent, the talent yeah. fairies ding their wand on your head when you're, you're a baby. You're, you're you know? born and either you do it or you don't. And it's like, 
but what if I picked the wrong thing? What if this isn't my talent? How do I find if I, how do I know if I do or not? And um, I went through school thinking like, I hope I do. Like I'm trying my hardest and I hope I'm one of the chosen chosen ones, you know, and I'm looking back and everything I've, I've learned since then is, is that was kind of just a giant pile of crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was just me like stopping myself, being afraid because I've met so many artists that have inspired me so much because they're just out there just doing their own thing. And it's like the, the, it's also, yeah, boy, can we go, this is a big, it's also like, what's, yeah. what is good? You know what I mean? Like what is good art? What is bad art? And we found that there is no good or bad. No. It's just, it's the situation, what fits the need, what fits the, the tastes like everyone's got so many different tastes and so many different things and i saw artists like at, at conventions or you know i did you know comics for a little while and like seeing those comic artists and like in one situation they'd be seen as like oh they're bad they have no talent but they're very successful because it's it works so perfectly for their story you know it's like you see people complaining about cartoons today looking terrible but it's like but they're so funny and they're so good and and their own it works so perfectly yeah. you know it's like like we we have to readjust our thinking of like you know there is no one good or bad i teach a class online um, about comics and visual storytelling and what i i try to approach it as i'm teaching a class where i have no control over this like the artist skill level of my students so i try not to teach it like i'm going to grade my class based on how good or bad you draw the comics because how good or bad you draw something is just based on how much experience and time you've put into learning how to draw but learning how to visually tell a story those are skills and concepts i can teach like here here's how you would approach this here's how you want to connect with your audience and those are those are skills you can learn and you just get better the more you practice at them i always say to my students like hey your ideas are the best ideas. You know, I'm, I might say, hey, here's how I might approach it. I hope you learn something from it, but go with your idea. Your idea is the best idea because art is always expressive. It's always personal to that person. It's always that person's expression. So that's what needs to come forward. Whatever, whatever version that is, that's just whatever art skill level they're at because that's just where they're at. The more practice, the more time they put into it, they'll get better. The only difference between me and a student is that I've been doing this for 20 years, you know, take that student, give them 20 years of practice and learning. They'll be where I am, maybe even better. So it's, it's, that's that it's just, it's just time plus practice. But what you want to learn is you want to learn the concepts, you want to learn the ideas. And that's what I want to teach. And then if I, and then if I see they've attempted it in their schoolwork, that's what I grade them on. Hey, I see what you're doing here. I like where you're going with. I'm not quite getting some of the ideas, so maybe try this. Maybe try that. Let's try. We're trying to address the outcome. Is what's the idea you're trying to communicate? Not just whether or not. Hey, this arm isn't drawn properly, or this hand needs better shading. That's all. Forget that. That's all stuff that'll get sorted out as they practice. So it's more about communicating. So the whole idea of like it's about communicating that just work at this. You're at you're at a starting stage. Work at it, and you'll you'll here's all the tools you'll need go for it um i think focusing too much on talent always seems like they're like talent is a word and it's a thing but focusing too much on like am i talented will i be able to do this that's the wrong 
almost, yeah, it's self it's self defeating, self sabotage. Yeah, man. where it's like, <laughs> hey, if you put the time and you put the effort and the commitment in, then you'll gain the skills, you'll overcome whatever lack of talent you have. Talent is just where you're starting out, but it's not going to determine where you're ending up. It's not like yeah like the way i was seeing it was just so so defeating of like it was completely out of my control and had nothing to do with how much work i put into it or like it's far it's far more complicated than that you know and, and, it's and like, there's such it's, old ideas they're so hard to deal with i mean we're, we're here we are talking like this is so easy it's hard stuff to deal with like this even is, today yeah <laughs> like this is stuff that we that we struggle with a lot of times like we can say it's so nice and and, and eloquently but it's like no it's it's stuff that you struggle with and you're gonna fight it and you're gonna deal with feelings of self-doubt. You're gonna deal with thoughts of I'm not good enough. Yeah. But that's why you just keep going. You just keep practicing, you keep creating the art because it's always, that's what it's the most important thing. It's expressing yourself. It's a wonderful way. That's why everyone brings a different point of view. That's why everyone has a different way of doing things yeah. because that's what that's what's wonderful about it. Yeah, we've definitely developed the sense of like, everyone has value in their own way. And we've even seen it with, uh, while working on Maxi Wow, you know, we'll like send something out to um, a person and then they bring it back and it's not what we wanted, but we're just like, what? That's yeah. amazing. Oh my God, no, <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, this fits so perfectly or it just blows our minds. And it's like, we never would have thought of it that way. And it's like, everyone has like life and people and everyone is just so complicated. It can't be boiled down to whether or not you have it or you don't. It's like, that's so silly. That's like, that'll drive you nuts like imposter syndrome is a is a is a real thing for artists you know for a lot of a lot of creative endeavors for life in general yeah <laughs> like uh, um i think that's why um like even way before maxi lawa i've been a huge fan of uh, of rupaul because i've seen rupaul talk in different scenarios and it's like such this this feeling of like everyone has magic everyone has value it's just it's unique and it's personal and everyone needs to appreciate everyone else you know i was watching yeah. a thing um uh, about steve martin and he actually said a similar thing and it was like my my, my brain erupted just like <laughs> yes he's like you know there's he was talking about comedy but he was like there's room for you out there you yeah. just have to be there and wait for it there is room for everybody sort of mentality and it's like it's it's been those kind of messages that have been like chipping away and showing me like i was just stopping myself you know yeah. and it's like and also seeing those other artists who are being so like uniquely genuine and it's like i'm more drawn to that energy more than whether or not their art is good or bad you yeah. know it's like it's definitely a mindset of just like art is expressing yourself you just have to right. be true to yourself yeah totally <laughs> i love your answers actually when Bill was talking like he was telling us i forgot what part was but i said i am listening to andy Warhol. <laughs> so, and then uh your newest project which sounds adorable is called Maxi Lawu or Lawu. I don't know. Oh wow, wow, like wow. wow. <laughs> Although I do like Maxi Lawu. Like that's, that's a, fun. <laughs> that's a, that's that's what that's what she shouts. Like Maxi Lawu. Without giving too much away, can you tell us more about it? Sure. Well, it's all about like, a superhero drag queen, and we're just like so excited about it because yeah, I'm huge fan of drag queens i think they're amazing i love their energy and i love the you know the cheekiness and the you know the wonderful tackiness of it all and just 
Talk about being genuine and expressing yourself. Oh my like, god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I can only aspire to of being that genuine, just letting nothing yourself but out nothing there, but yeah. the utmost respect for that. Because it's like that's like it's like it's like we were talking about. It's 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 being that genuine, courageous version of yourself. And it's like everyone wants to do that. And like mm-hmm. here it is, here's people that do it as like a performance and on stage and as a regular thing, and it's like Wow. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> so, yeah, what we heard about, yeah, Max Lillewow is all about a young barista, a young man turning 21, and right at that age where it's like, yeah, you're really trying to find yourself and find your confidence and find your voice and find everything. And it's it's so resonated with us, yeah. even though neither of us are drag queens, but it's like so relatable that um, oh, God, he's yeah. like finding himself and his inner voice and his courageousness and, and uniqueness and... Um, and learning how to just like find himself in the world and so we really loved that really wonderful heartwarming story and really related to the main character simon his um his struggle well it's more it's not really the struggle it's more the adventure of him going through it and finding it and the things he learns along the way and so it's really great that's why it really resonated with us so it's really fun and of course wrapped up with you know the cheekiness Drag the tackiness yeah. <laughs> you know there's a bunch of just like silly humor yes. and it, that's one of the things that that really drew us to the project is because that's why we're chubby beagle studios yeah. because we want to produce fun dumb silly cute adorable content mm-hmm. that just like just like a big fat dumb dog <laughs> like oh my gosh look how adorable and silly and cute and stupid you are like yeah. that's that's kind of what we want to make lo- and loving and, <laughs> and loving and endearing yeah, yeah that's that's uh we we based our studio off uh we, we it's um it's in honor of our of our of our past dog sally who was just this adorable, lovable, chubby beagle uh, who just would show up, be the stupidest dog in the world, but just be the most lovable and endearing dog. And so it's like, that's like the best thing we could call ourselves because that's the kind of stuff we want to make. We want to make something that's like, oh my God, oh, you know, like, yeah, that's what we want to be making. Yeah, like have a very like, and which is very much like Maxi Lowell, very welcoming, very open, very warm and um, very like, like, or certain like gates are open like everyone's welcome let's all have a good time and let's all you know have fun with the story that we can all at some level relate to yeah. so that's why we really love maxi low wow yeah <laughs> where will we be able to watch this movie when are you going to release it Sure. Well, uh, sadly, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. Um, <laughs> animation takes time. I'm, so, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's, uh, the, right now, right now, it's currently planned for release, and and uh, we're not quite sure of the different ways. I think it's uh, oh, ne- next spring. Next yeah. spring. Next spring is, um, is this. We, is, we really want to wrap up release date. Yeah, our tentative release date is to wrap up like next uh, holiday season, next end of the year. So hopefully, that'll mean it'll be ready for release the following spring. So, yeah. but um, that means this. This year will really be ramping up, like starting to get get the word out there more. So you'll be seeing more about it soon, hopefully. Yep, yep. <laughs> I am dying to see. <laughs> well, you, you can follow you can follow everything at maxilewild.com. Yeah, just maxi.com. Maxi.com. Also, yeah, you'll find the links on that website. It's, uh, there's also a Facebook, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Instagram, the whole works. Yeah, I think yes. we sent you. A- yeah <laughs> that's what i was going to ask you where can our listeners find you and please give us all your contacts and also i have a surprise for you you guys will be featured on the relatable voice magazine no way awesome yeah. that's awesome <laughs> oh thank you of course so it's another way where 
our listeners will be able to see one of your illustrations, to see your website, also your links. You can go to chubbybeagle.com and that has all our links there too, but you can also find us. Yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. We're even on LinkedIn. Think, we were on yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> um, and then um, and then we have our own, uh, our, our, us personally, like I'm on, I'm on Instagram at Bill underscore Drastel and what yours is i don't i haven't used it yeah we have we have we, honestly honestly we have not mostly fought most of mostly our recent stuff is on chubby beagle yeah, yeah we haven't really been doing a good job on our socials <laughs> not our personal ones. not our personal yeah. ones yeah but we are updating with uh more stuff about like um uh maxi luau or just what we're doing as chubby beagle because we do have plans for the future on different things we want to we want to do or pursue after maxi luau so yeah you can always keep and we also share um, some of our old, we used to do a webcomic. <laughs> so we share our webcomic sometimes on, on social media too, so you can see some old old ones of that. Yeah, we did a webcomic back when we first had kids um, chronically. Kind of chronicling like, all the, all the, the fun. fun of doing that, yeah. <laughs> I just love you guys, you, you are so cute. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, this has been this is a great time. Yeah, we've had so much fun. Hopefully, we can see you soon here, back to the RV. Oh, we'd oh, love, love to. to. This, this seat is very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fun road trip. No, yeah, this has been a yeah. lot of fun. Thank you so much. We had a great time. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.